Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Here we are at uh, episode 14. If you have been a fan or if you subscribe to The Geek, you'll know, you know, in the, the previous 13 podcasts, we've really discussed a lot of things and topics dealing with the actual quality of the call center. So from hiring the best call center associates to what type of culture do you have to how to start the day the right way to doing QA and management training and education. So the next piece of this, and and I think the next couple episodes, we really want to focus on technology. And in this episode specifically, we're going to focus on why I think that the cloud is the right place to house your, house your call center, why it's been a huge benefit and, and plus for our operation. And, you know, some of the benefits and some of the things that we have seen that that have really kind of again enhanced our business. Before I get into this, I want to you know fully disclose my biases. And number one, I am a huge in Nice and Contact fan, and that's our that's our provider. I am also on the Nice and Contact ICVC board, which is their customer visionary council. So. You know, we get to have a little bit of say in, into the roadmap, into some of the, the questions that InContact has when it deals with their customers and kind of a, is a customer advocate, you know, for for all the new technology that is coming out. So, again, I am biased. I love the, the company. I love the product. But I don't want this to turn into an InContact ad. That's not why I'm doing this. They're not paying me anything to do that. Um, so, Again, though, the, nice in contact is, is how I see the cloud, right? And that's how the cloud is through my eyes. And, and that's why it's been so beneficial is, is the products that they're offering and, and the kind of the services they're offering. So, again, a lot of this will be redundant. You know, it will be with what a lot of you know other centers are doing or a lot of companies are doing 5.9 and Genesis and 8x8. And, you know, those type of companies, I'm not here to downplay them i'm not here to rip on them i'm just saying you know through from my perspective it's it's kind of a nice in contact world so just wanted to tell you that also you know from my background i do have a lot of experience with avaya so i can kind of give i think a a good perspective on the the premise-based solution moving to the cloud-based solution some pluses and negatives you know let's let's talk about avaya for a second what some of the really cool things, you know, I think that they were the best in class, you know, before the cloud happened. So this is, you know, late 1990s, early 2000s, mid 2000s. The product was unbelievable. It was the best in class for sure. It got a little bit difficult to use, but in, you know, in a biased defense, I think it was much easier to use than a Mitel switch or, you know, a Shortel or any of those those type of, of platforms where you really needed to have some programming help. With the Avaya system, 
the actual management could have been done by, well, it was done by me, right? I could handle that. I am not a programmer in the least. But when you got into integrations, when you got into more in-depth things, you needed a full team of people from the IVR suite to, to really understand, to be able to integrate with it. The other thing that Avaya, you know, and this has been well-documented, is they got crazy with their costs. They got crazy expensive. Um, you know, when you're paying $150,000 to $200,000 to do an upgrade, or they're not, they're not going to, you know, really monitor your switch anymore. You know, those things are issues. And, and I think that's really the, you know, was one of the leaders, and, and I don't know if leader's the right way, but one of the ways that the, the cloud guys really got started. Right. Because they said, you know, forget that. You don't need to pay upgrade costs. You don't need to, you know, pay all this crazy amount of money. Just pay as you go. We'll do all the work. Just use the product and pay us for, for what you're using. So that kind of leads me into to why I love the cloud and how it's been so beneficial to us. So when we started Expedia, you know, we did this a little bit different because, you know, normally you would have a, a call center that's already organized and set up, whether it's 100 seats or 10,000 seats. And then you migrate over to the cloud. Well, we we didn't have anything. When we started Expedia, we actually started with four agents. So, you know, I was doing all these demos with InContact and 8x8 and 5.9 and Genesis. And, you know, I would get to the point, they're like, well, how many seats or how big are you? And I'm like, well, I don't know, five. They're like, oh, okay, five, huh? Thanks for wasting my time, Tom. But, you know, nice in contact in their defense. They were pretty cool. You know, we kind of explained our vision, explained where we were coming from. They worked with us. They were awesome um, from the implementation standpoint. And, again, we had to learn everything on the go, right? So we couldn't even say, um, hey, we're going to – we we couldn't even look at a lot of the software and a lot of the programming, right? So, you know, in contact, if I wanted to migrate – things right now they would look at all of our scripts and they would look at how we have everything routed they would have built all that out and we could have at least seen that and our programmers could have seen that to kind of learn it but we literally had to learn everything from scratch with really out without seeing anything so in context is kind of really helped us through that that piece of it but there's three main reasons why i love the cloud and i want to talk about those three one is you know the three are our cost ease of use and best in class products the cost is, again, is well-documented, but when we were at our other organization, we had an IT staff for our call center, and we were we were BPO who were about 17 to 18 people. So that was everything from, from telephony engineers to screen people to IT network guys to server guys. We had a, a ton of staff and a ton of salaries and a ton of expense. I am now, I am almost as big as where we were at our peak, and we have about three and a half IT staff. You know, all my guys understand in contact, but basically one is an in contact guru and, and runs what they call studio, which is kind of their programming. Um, I have a database guy and I have a screen person. And that's really, there's a there's an IT, a junior programmer as well, who's our kind of our IT help desk as well. That's kind of our half, three and a half. But IT costs have gone way down because a lot of the things that we needed programmers for I can even handle myself. You know, my supervisors and my my QA staff can actually set up campaigns. They can set up skills. They can set up agents. And no longer do I have to have a programmer do all that stuff because the ease of use is crazy. One of the things that we, I think, did really well, and maybe this is a little tip for anybody, is when you are moving to the cloud or when you're negotiating your next cloud contract, if, if any of you guys are in the cloud, 
really think about using a per seat model instead of a per agent model. You know, we said, you know, I'm going to run three shifts and I'm going to have three different people sitting in the same station. Why do I have to pay for an agent three times? I just want to pay for the station once. And in contact understood that and they worked with us and they got us pricing that was just based on a per seat license, which saved me a ton of money from from doing a per agent. Now, granted, if you are looking at a, you know, an at-home model, that's a little different. But, you know, really look at that from a from a saving standpoint. The other thing that has to kind of do with cost is is scale, right? So we can scale up or we can scale down and our monthly minimums and what we're paying scales with that, you know, based on just our usage. So we negotiated some minimums, you know, which is kind of how in contact make sure that they're gonna, not going to get hurt. But your minimum should be somewhere where you feel very comfortable as well. So you can scale up and scale down literally in a day, right? It's not like if you wanted to add ports to your via switch and you had to order cards and you had to install them and then somebody had to come. You don't have to do any of that. Literally within an hour, you know, you could be, you know, up to up to from literally five seats to 500 seats, depending on what you want. So the speed of scaling is is awesome. The other, the next piece of, of why we love the cloud, you know, obviously the, the cost is, is a huge benefit for us, especially when we were starting out as a startup, not having a lot of, you know, just capital sitting there is, is too, is ease of use. And I kind of already kind of talked a little bit about this, but we have a full omni-channel contact center. So voice, email, chat, social media, SMS, you know, even video, chatbots, all that type of integration is totally done. Um, and that's kind of an out-of-the-box deal. Routing can be done by, you know, very basic routing can be done by anyone with, with zero programming knowledge, you know, with very little programming knowledge. And I will tell you that it does take a little bit, right? But if you have any programmer that knows any type of C-sharp or any type of, of C programming language, they're going to be able to figure out, especially from the in-contact side. It is not as difficult as a full-bore programming language. It's a lot of windows. It's a lot of drag and drop. But there are some some little things that, you know, I can't do. And I get yelled at because I try. I try to go in there and try to copy what they did and try to make my own stuff. And my programmers end up screaming at me. But, um, again, for me to even think that I could do it, I think, you know, says something. But, again, when it comes to new programs, and there's no integration. Let's just say it's a real simple, you know, 1-800 that's going to come in here that there's no screen pop. We just need to answer some calls. You know, I can even have my client services staff. They can set those campaigns up. You know, when it comes to integrations, the integrations are super easy. They're done within hours um, and sometimes less than that. So whether you're looking to integrate with Salesforce, whether you're looking to integrate with a proprietary system, Zendex, Zoho, any CRM we have in our in our call center right now, there's probably 10 to, to 20 different types of CRM platforms that we are currently integrating with, that we're doing screen pops with, that, again, we can set up extremely easy. The other thing that's really cool is, is almost a quote-unquote out-of-the-box um, perk is the virtual callbacks. If you have a customer who doesn't want to wait in queue and wants a, a callback, you know, that kind of... Those types of things, which you might have to pay more for with other platforms, are just kind of an out-of-the-box, just quick programming, copy and paste to, to get some of that stuff set up. So again, 
The ease of use is crazy. The amount of IT staff that you don't need is such a huge perk. The amount of things that your frontline staff can do um, is, is really cool. So again, the costs we understand, the ease of use we understand. And then the third thing that sold us, and I think this is, is underrated and, and maybe something that people don't think about, but do they have best-in-class products? So while it's cool that you can answer calls and you can be omni-channel and you can you know, take a call and, and pause it, take a chat, and, and maybe you know, e- even work those things out all at the same time, what about the other things? You know, and for us, our clients are always looking at the next piece of technology, and I have to be able to offer that, and I have to be able to be an expert in it. So things like speech analytics, when in contact was by itself, it was it was really good. But with the merger with Nice, it is a it is a power broker that now you know has allowed all those awesome products from Nice from a telephony standpoint to now be moved into the cloud. And if they're not there already, they're they're on their way migrating into the cloud. So now my organization has speech analytics. The omni-channel analytics that I have, again, is is being able to be used by frontline managers, by QA staff. It do, I don't need to pay a, a, someone 150 grand to be an analyst to dig through data and do SQL, you know, searches. It's all done, you know, with, with very ease of use, with very minimal training. And I don't have a server here. Nothing's going to break. I don't need to upgrade any software. Um, the power is not going to go out, quote unquote, you know, knock on wood, I guess. Um, on that server, it's, uh, there's not going to be a hard drive blown. All that stuff, that's all gone. And the ease of use is there. And all you're doing is paying for what you need and paying for what you use. So for us, that's been a, a, a really cool piece of it. You know, and the other products, you know, from we all know that, um, you know, nice in their workforce optimization, that's kind of what they were known for. So their WFM, their WFO, you know, that stuff is is best in class. It's in the cloud now. We can utilize it all in one platform under one umbrella, you know. And then when you get into call recording and QA and screen recording and in contact calls, their gamification in view, all these products are here that, again, I know I keep saying it, but you don't need to have another server. All you need to do is say, hey, I want it. I'm ready to pay for that. And and that literally very quickly can be seamlessly be just added to your account. And then you have access to start being able to use it. You know, when it comes to, again, from the cost standpoint of lowering your IT costs, the ease of use, understanding that, you know, you're going to get these types of things and, and your frontline people with a little bit of training are going to be able to use them very quickly, unlike an Avaya switch where you have to have some real heavy IT resources and, you know, the products, making sure that, you know, if you are going to go into the cloud that any type of, of product that you're going to have is going to be a best in class and something that you can definitely grow your business with so you know some of the things that you need to think about as well you know when you had a via and you had that switch or if you have a premise-based solution you know you have, there's a lot of wires right there's a lot of moving parts you know all the moving parts kind of go away here so you become extremely redundant and your uptime goes up now i'm going to say this in the last you know this is a big you know i guess uh Something that makes a lot of people nervous when they talk about you know moving to the cloud is what if I go down? I'm going to be down all the time, and nobody's going to help me. I can tell you in the last year we've been down three to four times for a total of maybe five minutes, 
Every time that we've gone down, it's been just a little bit of a glitch. Maybe a call got dropped. And out of if it happened four times, at least three of those times, in contact let us know before that we went down that, you know, that they were having a little bit of an issue. So the very transparent told us, you know, how long it was going to be. Um, we really have not had any type of issues, knock on wood, from a redundancy standpoint. There are some things that you need to do yourself, you know, to, to make sure that that you can stay up. You know, internet is everything now. So, you know, your internet becomes really your, your backbone of your phone system. So for us, we have three redundant fiber drops coming into our organization. Each of them, I believe, are 300 megs apiece. We load balance them to make sure that, you know, there's not one that's that's taken all the load. So you, you have to make sure that you have that. You know, we do have a generator here as well. And I think no matter if you are premise or non-premise based solution, that, that should be something you'd have if you're servicing customers. So you know, the Internet, you can't screw around with it. It needs to be super fast. You need to pay for it, making sure that you don't mess around with, with any type of redundancy when it comes to that because that's really the only thing from your end that can really kind of cripple you or, or really hurt you. You know, the other thing is is people get nervous about the, you know, the servicing of the of their of their account, right? So, you know, I when we started, we did not have a in contact calls them a TAM, a technical account manager, which is kind of a dedicated, you know, account manager that helps you with any of your issues. We just use their twenty four seven customer support, which is still good. It's really good. Um, <clears throat> they used to follow the sun method. So they have, you know, agents in the Philippines, agents in the States. So they, they're 24 seven, just like I'm sure, you know, most of the, the providers are, but I would highly recommend that, you know, if you're using a five, nine or an eight by eight or, or any of those others that you, you use one of their service packages that you get an account manager, somebody who not only can help you if you do have any issues or questions, but, you know, somebody that can kind of show you the roadmap of what's coming down the road, um, you know, from a from a technology standpoint, and also understands your business. You know, it's one thing to to call customer support and get help for something, but it's another thing to have somebody who truly understand your business, where you're going, what you're trying to do, and can give you you know real real good suggestions to to how to grow that piece of it or or how to improve that that service aspect of it. So that's my uh, that's my cloud spiel. I hope uh, you know you can kind of see what a uh, through my voice what type of advocate I am for it. How it has totally changed our business. You know, we, there was not a lot of upfront costs that we had to to do. You know, where where an Avaya switch would have been five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars, <throat> something we definitely could not have done when we were first starting. Um, but it has totally blown away. You know, anything that we've had from our premise based solution, it has allowed us to add products as clients want them or take them off if a client doesn't want them anymore. So I always say I have Big Brother behind me. And, you know, Big Brother is is, is pretty badass. You know, they have everything that I need to, to make my business successful. And they do it quickly. They do it mostly in, for the most part, cost effectively. And, again, it, it, redundancy is everything. And, and we have, knock on wood, been not had an issue whatsoever with nice and contact and, and being down. So again, I, again, I, I hope that that's not a, a a total sales pitch for Nice and Contact. I think that they're the best. I'm glad that that we are using them and utilizing them, and that they're our partner. So, um, if you have any questions, if you're thinking about moving to the cloud, if you'd like any help, I'm not charging anything for that. Just you know, I'll, I'll give you any help that I can give. Just hit me up on the 
advice from a call center geek Facebook page. I've had a couple questions already, which has been awesome. You know, my email is tlaird at expedia.net. If you'd like to shoot me an email and then, you know, please just follow some of our, our social media assets. So especially the, the advice from a call center geek Twitter, uh, Twitter account. We're, we're posting a lot of things on there to try to help with your call center every single day. And then last but not least, if you can please, 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 please post a review um, or type a, <clears throat> a review, especially on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. That's going to allow us to, to grow the podcast and, and get heard by, by other geeks um, that are out there. And then, again, as a, as a cheap little cheap plug, we do have a Vice from a Call Center Geek book that is on Amazon. Just kind of you can search for it on Amazon. It's, it's a lot of the things that we discuss here, but it's in a, obviously in an ebook or a paperback uh, format as well. All right, folks, I appreciate it. Um, I hope that that was helpful, and we will talk to you next week. This has been advice from a call center geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com. 